0: Your stuff is so wild. Like, it's so (laughs) avant-garde, so strange. It's like, how do you know something works? I mean, I have to find
1: it funny. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I have to find or be, like, fixated on the idea in a sincere way. But then it also has to have this kind of, like, ring of, like, and this feels so pretentious, but for lack of a less pretentious word, poetry.
0: What I'm getting is you're a poet. (laughs) No, no, no. Your words. I'm going to echo back what I'm hearing. No,
1: this is the lead clip.
0: I'm a singer. I'm a poet. I'm an artist. (laughs) But I'm also a man. Oh, no. (laughs) That's what I'm hearing. With (laughs) needs. That is the voice of the great John Early. John Early is, is an incredibly talented and funny and sweet person. He's got a new comedy special uh, that came out on HBO Max called Now More Than Ever. It is such a funny special. It's really one of a kind. It's a sort of a mix of sort of cabaret and stand-up. There's a band called the Lemon Squares. (laughs) There's, like, sketches. It's very avant-garde. He does an amazing impression of Britney Spears singing. There's, like, there's a cover of a Neil Young song. Like, it's just, like, a really extraordinary mix of things that that come together into this visionary comedy special called Now More Than Ever. It was nominated for a Critics' Choice Award, which um, Old Man in the Pool was as well. So uh, I'm going to see him in, in a couple weeks over at that. You might know John from Search Party. Uh, you might know him from his special he did with Kate Berlant called Would It Kill You to Laugh, which was nominated for an Emmy. We have a great chat today. Um, we are in the year of 2024. Uh, And I'm hitting the ground running with my Please Stop the Ride tour. I was just in Big Sky, Montana. I'm heading to Vancouver, Seattle. (laughs) Well, I think all these are sold out at this point. But uh, then I'm going to... Here's what what isn't sold out. Florida. What's up with me in Florida? I'm going to be in St. Petersburg, Jacksonville, Orlando, Miami Beach. Here's my theory. I'm I'm exaggerating. A lot of people are coming to Florida shows. um, But I do think, like... Jacksonville, for example, has fewer people. And I think it's because years ago, I did my Thank God for Jokes show there. And I got some complaints on like the Ticketmaster reviews that it was too dirty. Which actually, that show, I curse a, a whole bunch more than I usually do because it was the nature of what that show was about. So anyway, Jacksonville. Join me in Jacksonville. And then Orlando, Miami Beach. These are all going to be super, super fun. Then I'm going to Colorado. Basically, any town in Colorado, pick one. Aspen, Beaver Creek, Fort Collins, Denver. And just added a a third show in Denver. And then I'm everywhere in Texas. Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, Austin, Troy, New York, Rochester, Toronto, Atlanta, Charlotte, Richmond, Washington, D.C. We just added Los Angeles and Chicago because the people have spoken. They've demanded I do a show in Chicago at the Chicago Theater and at the Ace Theater in Los Angeles. Tickets at burbigs.com. Be the first to know by signing up for the mailing list. Today I chat with John Early. He also recently directed the stage show of Jacqueline Novak's. Uh, special get on your knees which is coming soon to netflix um, which is fantastic and he and i know each other through that because i worked a little bit on that um we were in a music video together you ever see a, a video that taylor swift did called anti-hero john and i play brothers uh we're the imagined children in a dystopian future along with the great mary elizabeth ellis we talk about that today i hope you love it enjoy my conversation with the great john early when I was first introduced to you, personally, it was because you and I both worked on Jacqueline Novak's show. Yes. I was, like, behind the scenes a little bit, and then you directed the show beautifully. Thank you. Get on your knees. And <laughs> Jacqueline, I remember being, like, her way of describing you was, <laughs> John is very serious about craft. <laughs> You wouldn't tell. You couldn't tell. Um, So I love your special. One of my favorite parts of the special is the multiple times that you put a spotlight (laughs) on your parents. One of the times you say, uh, I love anal or something, and then you go hard spotlight on your parents. (laughs) Um, How much do they know and how much don't they know? They,
1: I mean, there was, like, this beautiful moment in 2015, maybe 2016, when I did that to them for the first time. <laughs> and they had no idea this it was beautiful coming.
0: beautiful moment?
1: It, they were truly, like, I knew where their tickets were. It was at Joe's Pub. And we, like, and we had the most, like, clean shaft of white light oh on gosh. them. And they were totally shocked. And it was, like, the most transcendent moment of my life. <laughs> um and
0: They must love your comedy then.
1: They do. Okay. They do. It's really, really cool. It's really sweet. And my, you know, my parents were ministers. Yes. And Presbyterian ministers. And, and then I kept doing that to them like, like once a year, like at the bell house and stuff. And so they knew it was coming. But I do think just like the cameras, the energy in the crowd, their response, like them hunching over is like, completely genuine you know and i think it was a thrill for them i would like to think it was oh it might also be considered elder abuse in some circles but i they love did it. you come up presbyterian yeah i went to presbyterian church every sunday till i was 18 years old i went to this place and did like youth conferences and i sang that i sang the songs yeah that was like the most meaningful thing for me and the only thing I remember from church—that's how they is get you, by the way. Literally, I mean, I'm not kidding. It's like sensual pleasures, <laughs> like singing. But I like—I stood next to my mom, and she like harmonized. She was yeah. such an incredible like, alto, 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 and um, and that honestly is why I like music.
0: It's like from church. You and Beyonce. <laughs> yes. Well, we have that in common. Oh, and also your Instagram handle. <laughs> yes. Beyonce. Yes. <laughs> 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 no, but it's but like Houston
1: is similar to Nashville, is it? Yeah, I do feel actually a kinship with Beyonce. And Like there is, there's like it's like um sorry to people who love Houston and Nashville, but I they're kind of like soulless cities. Oh wow, you Shots know,
0: fired. Yeah, sorry. In two
1: cities, like they're. I mean, there are obviously great things about both, but like they're just a little. They're a little like corporate. Yeah, and I feel like that's in me and Beyonce, like like high achieving, like. <laughs> Like type A. That's
0: that's in me and Beyonce. Yeah, people always say that about you and yeah, Beyonce. You
1: always, say that. but I feel like Beyonce and I are both Tracy Flicks.
0: Oh, interesting. You know,
1: like I really, I really. Yeah, do. And you're looking at another one. Uh, uh, absolutely, for sure. Absolutely, for sure. Yeah.
0: And you have on your Instagram, you have this video of you on local national Nashville <laughs> television, and being asked about sex when you were like, I don't know, fourteen, 14. fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Iman Anthony and John Early are just beginning high school at university school, but they know a lot about sex, and they say that has helped with no, their personal decisions.
1: It's not this whole, like, what is sex? You know, you know what it is, <laughs> therefore you have the choice to do it or not, you know? It's not this big, like, question, just like, it's not being hid from you all the time. I think I think it's probably better that we're exposed to it.
0: And your answer, 14-year-old John Early is so earnest And when I watched that, I'm like, that's the kid you're making fun of now on stage.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: How much are you doing an impression, like, of that kid?
1: I mean, he's, like, the reason that video is so funny and is also, like, literally still so painful for me to watch, even though I put it online, you know. (laughs) It's, like, it is... I seeing myself trying to be such like a good little student, you yeah. know, and a, a good little boy is like so heartbreaking. That's the Tracy Flick, yeah. yeah. And I and I think that's so much of the thing I'm doing on stage. Someone argued too much, but like some like so much of the thing, especially in the special, is and especially with my parents. Yeah. And and being like kind of like,
0: you yeah, know, yeah. Fuck yeah. You, you know, yeah, like yeah. just being
1: a little angry adolescent. Like it is this very delayed rebellion. Yeah, because I mean, there's there's video proof in that in that news clip. It's like that I was like, I was yeah. not, I, I was completely buttoned up, and you know,
0: yeah, so was I. I was just full rule follower, student yeah.
1: government. I mean, I remember telling like when my friends would like want to like try drinking, I'd be like, We don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> i be like, We love we love pop culture. We love watching. <laughs> We love watching movies. Like, I don't need that. Oh, my God. Like, I, it was like, you know, and, and thank God in some ways, but I'm also thank God like... For, yeah.
0: God is the operative word.
1: <laughs> thank you for... Clearly, me. I keep bringing it back. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But, yeah, yeah, in some ways, it's like, you're so earnest as a kid, and we have video proof of it. <laughs> and then at a certain point, was there an inflection point where you're like, I'm going fully ironic and I'm going the other way with it. Definitely. I mean, that's,
1: once I started doing comedy, it yeah. just was this opportunity to kind of correct the course a little bit. Yeah. Um. But I have to say, like the reason why this, this special is particularly special to me, yeah. I think it is because there was like finally a synthesis of like the incredibly earnest part of me. yeah, yeah. And then the like, and then the little, Bitch, you yeah, know the little who punk. the little punk who needs to yeah yeah and and that is that is, and a is the, and
0: a singer yeah a which is the incredibly singer. earnest part of it yeah yeah the
1: song choices help kind of cut through that but yeah. like the singing itself is is earnest and it is it is just about wanting people to have a good time or wanting to move people in some way you know and like I've kind of I've never filmed it because I was embarrassed by that desire it's
0: this is a weird thing to say about a comedy special i feel good afterwards
1: (laughs) (laughs) totally i mean if that's the goal of also ending with i feel love it's like just like i wanted people to feel like they were like leaving a party or like like, the party was still going on you know it and and that's also why Bette midler and sandra bernhardt are like such they're like my primary live performance influences is because of their relationship to music, yes. especially. And like, they they don't do comedy songs. Right. They just kind of like, they'll be wild and hilarious, and then they just click into a totally sincere song,
0: which is kind of old school. Your stand-up, like my stand-up is very, in a certain way, straightforward in the sense that I go to clubs, I try out 10 jokes, mm-hmm. and I sandwich them in between five minutes that work at the front, five minutes that work at the back. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I have new jokes. Yeah. And then I formulate <laughs> those jokes into a thing. Yeah, Your stuff is so wild. Like it's <laughs> so avant-garde, so strange. It's like, how do you know something works and how do you know you're like, that's it?
1: Well, you know, I guess in the kind of traditional sense, like I do, like I did go on tour before this and I it was very clear, very quickly what worked and what didn't based on, people's responses but I also think just internally there does have to be a feeling of like I mean I have to find it funny yeah (laughs) you know I have to find or be like fixated on the idea in a sincere way like it can't be kind of reverse engineered you know it's like it has to be something that I genuinely find funny. but then it also has to have this kind of like ring of like and this feels so pretentious but like for lack of a less pretentious word, poetry. Like a little bit of like a...
0: (laughs) Who are you even looking at? (laughs) Looking at the wall.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) But like, I just, it did have a kind of like, like I was trying to sincerely underneath the silliness say something, communicate a kind of like despair about the state of the world knowing that it was maybe a little abstract. Yeah. But there was like something very r- sincere underneath it and feeling that people were – that I didn't have to explain it. That yeah. I could just kind of like drop it and people understood what was underneath it and that part of the joy of it and what was funny was that it was abstract and I was just going like – Yeah. You know, like that's – it's very vague what I'm saying, but it that was – What I'm great. getting is –
0: You're a poet. (laughs) No, no, no. Your words. I'm going to echo back what I'm hearing. No, this is the lead clip. I'm going to echo back what I'm hearing. I'm a poet. I'm a singer. I'm a poet. I'm an artist. But I'm also a man. Oh, no. (laughs) That's what I'm hearing. (laughs) With needs. That was in my sexual prime in Brooklyn in my 20s. (laughs) Which is one of the lines from the show that I love. I wasted my sexual yes. pride here.
1: It's so real. It's absurd. It's so incredible. That's a very real. confessional
0: moment in the special, I yeah. think. Because it's like a thrown away ironic line. But like, there is a sense under it that like, oh yeah, he probably feels that way a little
1: bit. Oh, it's it's literally how I feel when when I walk onto the stage. I'm like,
0: what did I do? I'm
1: like, I... <laughs> I'm looking out, and I'm like, and I'm like, and I have fans, like people like me, and I like didn't have oh my sex. Gosh. Like, oh my god, yeah. that's so funny. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're still in your sexual prime. Thank you, the young thank guy. You. You're young-looking, good-looking guy.
1: Yeah, I, thank you.
0: But don't do that thing that you just <laughs> did. That's, okay, that's not sort of codifying. Got it. 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 Do you know what I mean by that's that? That's what. Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's pushing people. So what? let's
0: do it again. We'll do it again. So you're a sex You're a sexy. Young man. Thank you. <laughs> That's one of the things about Thank you.
1: <laughs> just want to get it on record.
0: You're just a deeply hilarious person when you and Kate were working on your sketch show, which is nominated for an Emmy. Oh <laughs> Wait, thank did you. We did we get that? we get that? We got it. <clears throat> okay. Um that must have felt good, right?
1: It was insane. It's so crazy. I can't believe
0: it. That special is a riot. But when you're working with Kate, like, do you break each other? Yeah. To a point where it's like, come on, we got to make our debt. (sighs) We got to get these things filmed. Yes, and
1: I'm worse about it than Kate. Like, she is really, like, it's part of her genius. Or it's, like, part of what helps her keep going. I mean, she's just, like, she's so committed and it's so real. Yeah. And, like, in order to achieve that level of realism, I feel like you have to fully do it. Whereas I'm, like, always on the edge of, like, laughing.
0: So you, you're you a poet. She's a genius. <laughs> and I can say that
1: without any embarrassment. She's a genius. She is. Um, but, yeah, I laugh. I really have trouble. I really it's, – it's impossible with her.
0: What are you going to – like – this wasn't one of our questions, but it's like, what are you gonna, I wanna see more sh- of shows, like the special. Are you gonna tour with more of this? Yes. I mean,
1: I, that was like, that was the thing, is like, touring that show, and I wonder, I mean, you tour all the time. Yeah. But like, I really, barely do it. And like, I was like, so maudlin after those shows, I would like, go home and like, call Kate or something, you know, and, and I would be like, bursting into tears. I was like, this is like the most incredible experience I've ever had in my life. I was like, and I'm sure I'll lose that, you know, as you go on. But like, but I really was like, this is, this is heaven. If no one ever wants to put me in anything, yeah, like again, like I would be so happy doing this. This is like a dream. So I I really, really would. And I feel like I figured something out with the music and the comedy and like integrating them more. And I want to keep going
0: with that. Yeah. Because I think like, I get that because I feel like you're giving people a completely original performance that isn't, it's like how you felt about Ben Midler.
1: Thank you. That's the goal?
0: (laughs) I think it's, I think they are experiencing that. I I hope. I think they're like, we just saw, sometimes Jenny, my wife will say this to me. She'll go, she'll listen to the audio recording of like me doing shows in DC and she'll go, you know, you shouldn't. Make so many jokes at your own expense that you're working (laughs) out new material because it is a special experience for the audience. So, if you start to say that, it might take a little bit away. Yeah. And the fact that you are giving it your heart. Yeah. There are jokes that might, the the show that you're doing is unlike any other performance night ever again. And that, yeah. yeah. the, The couple hundred people in that room are the only people who will experience that.
1: That's a really good point. Yeah, I there it, I I'm the same way though. I'm like I have to preface let people know like it's messy and in process or something, you know, and like but it is it's a re- it's like when you see so- after a show's over and you see someone and they're like that was so great and you're like it wasn't like last night was incredible. Yes. You're yeah. like last night like was like the audience was insane and it's like right. fuck
0: you I bought tickets to right. your show. Totally. <laughs> yeah. When you and Kate came to uh the old man in the pool and came backstage, I was so uh, moved by it and but I was also like I was nervous that you're in the audience because oh I'm just like, I God. have that thing of like when people I admire in the audience I, just, I I i I think about it the whole time
1: I know it's I completely understand and I don't know what anyone's supposed to do
0: because <laughs> yeah. it's
1: like you want people to come and then you're like great Now I'm
0: Right now, I'm performing. Yeah, yeah, for this person who I admire so much. It was um, so
1: cool seeing you at Lincoln Center.
0: Oh, thanks.
1: I mean, and backstage, all those posters. Oh yeah, it was <laughs> so
0: cool. Well, yeah, it's all these original. There's the artist did that one right there in the bottom left hand corner. Oh yeah, so um, cool. When you sing Britney mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> in this special,
0: yeah. You make the joke, you go, shout out any Britney song. And then you <laughs> yeah. and then you go, I you know, like I heard uh, album three, track three. Yeah. It's like it's such a joyous thing, and then you sing album three, track three. Britney, do you know the other songs? Do you know ten, I know you know 10 Britney songs?
1: Yes, because she has ten singles at least, you know, like I was never like an album Britney stan. I but I was very into her as a phenomenon. You know, and and so and like yeah. I was very I you know, I was I would I subscribed to Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. Like as a middle schooler. Like that was my idea. I asked my parents. So I was oh, very wow. like, again, this is the Tracy Flick. I like knew the <laughs> the box office. I was uh, like, oof. I was like, why why West did not do well. Like, <laughs> like, you know, I knew the letter score that they gave every movie. Oh my you gosh. know.
0: Do people ever, when you were touring it, because obviously you got the rights to that Britney song. Yeah. When you were touring, did you ever do any of the other songs? No, I only, because we only
1: prepared Overprotected. Oh, you did? Well, so with that band, we've done probably over the years, like eight Britney covers, you know, but none that we we would be ready to just do on a moment's notice. We have to really rehearse. And like, so Overprotected was the choice. I had gotten the rights And that was what we were going with, and the joke was just going to be, "I will stand here until someone organically (laughs) suggests overprotective." So funny. And sometimes it really like it. It never happened quickly. (laughs) So it only like, but sometimes it really just like would not happen, (laughs) and like, and I would have to like coerce it in other (laughs) weird ways, like. Which was always so fun and fun. Once people understood what, what the joke was. Um,
0: so we were in Taylor's video. Yes. You and I have this thing in common, which is not only were we in the video, we get asked about it, I think. Yeah. In every interview. Well, in every family function now. <sighs> it's a lot. Because yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're a very small part. Truly. Of, of a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. Um, how do you, what's it's hard? hard it's hard it's hard <laughs> for us <laughs> it's been hard how do you how did she know you did she know you from search party or, or like how or that? yes yeah and then she did she just text you
1: via Jack Antonoff yeah who I of course know through Jacqueline yeah um, and you Um. but like yeah just got a text from Taylor Swift yeah same <laughs> like same. as I was like on my back after like a surgery and I was like This is crazy. (laughs) And of course, like the apps, the responsible thing to do would have to say, would have been to say no because of my back. But I was like, I have to do it.
0: (laughs) This is how, for me, this is how bizarre that uh, shooting that video was. I texted you Uh and I said, just like, hey, because that was, you know, I knew like it was a secret. Right. And I don't know who knew they were involved and who didn't. Yes. And so I didn't. I I think I knew. Yeah, I didn't want to ask anybody because you don't want to bother these people who are all like major moguls. So you just go, I'll show up on the day. Yeah. (laughs) But I texted you, like, hey, um, are you doing anything secret like Uh, July 19th or whatever it was? And you're like, you're like, uh, I might be, yes. You know, <laughs> and it was just like very cryptic.
1: I know it was so top secret. That was the coolest part about it, was like getting there and the call sheet said something different. Yes. You know, it was like for a, diff- a different a different video, like different Taylor's video. version or something, yep. even though it was actually the new single. Yes. And uh that was really cool. I th-
0: I thought what was really cool on set was because she directed it was, first of all, the script was really funny. I thought I know. immediately I was like, oh, this is hilarious. And then second of all, I was like, she's really good at directing us and also uh, the background actors. I know. Like, just and like so
1: calm and yeah. breezy, it was like so nice.
0: <clears throat> I feel comfortable talking about it with you here because we were, it's a thing that we share, but like I try to avoid it in like every interview. <laughs> Because yeah. it could be cut up and decontextualized yes, and I'm just like, yes. ah. Uh, well, I didn't.
1: Yeah, I, I've i already experienced that where I like told a story on a podcast on Mike. Uh, no, sorry, your Mike. Yes, on and Mosha Mike. And Natasha's <laughs> podcast. And where they were asking me about it. And I told this story, which I think is so funny. Which is like where I where the joke, I, I'm trying to talk about my own just like deeply embarrassing moment where she was talking to me about like, I think because I asked her, I was like, "Is this the lead single?" I think is what I said, and she was like, "Well, you know, the music industry's changed a lot. They don't really do like lead singles anymore. They kind of like post like Beyonce dropping that album with all the videos at the same time. It's like kind of like you like do it all at once now, or you do a bunch of things at once, you know." And I, she's telling me this, and I found myself going, "I was like, I was like." We gotta get back to that time. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I missed that, and I was, I meant it completely. Of course, I, I really was like, I miss, like, I'm talking about the Britney, like, the Entertainment Weekly of it all. Like, I miss witnessing the the narrative, the press narrative, the drama of yeah. here's the first single, first video, and then a few months later you get the next one, like, I, and then and then it's sustained. Yeah, you get like a year of like four videos. Yeah, and it's just so much easier to kind of take in instead of like everything at once, you know, whatever. So I, but I meant it. And I was like, I was like, I was like, make this the first single. <laughs> I was like, that's genius. I was like, that's genius. And then I realized, I was like, <laughs> I'm talking about the video that I'm in. Yeah. Like, it's so transparent. Like, it, it looks like I'm just like, yeah, make this one the first single. Oh like, because like, I'm in the video. Like, it, like And I was like, oh, no. Like, I, I felt so embarrassed afterward. I mean, she probably didn't think I was doing that, but I was like, Mortified, but then like I told this story, and this is what happened again. But I told this story on their podcast, and then because people are, this is what I didn't realize It's yeah. like it's like there's an army of people. Full time job. It's either actually their full time job yeah. or it's fans who they've decided are full, yeah, yeah, unpaid
0: full time and are full-timers. just
1: like, combing through everything that's said by anyone ever. Yeah. And they're looking for any mention of Taylor, and they're like, you know. And then there were literally multiple articles that are like, John Early convinces Taylor Swift to make
0: no, anti-hero that's her first what it, single.
1: No way. And I was like, No
0: way. It I'm said John die. Early convinces her? Yes,
1: like as if it was my, it was oh, John Early's God. idea. What a nightmare. And I was like, she's gonna see that, or her press people are gonna see that and be like, that asshole, like Going around telling people it was my idea to make it the lead single, which of course was not the point of the story. The point of the story is that I was
0: like... Did you reach out and say, hey, just so you know this thing? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I thought it was best to stay out of. (laughs) (laughs) Support for Working It Out comes from Aura Frames. Looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Have I got the gift for you. You know how you're always looking for gifts and it's like you don't really, you can't think of anything because the person kind of has what they want, because everyone kind of buys what they want. This is the perfect thing. Aura frames. It's like a Wi-Fi connected digital picture frame. You can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. Jenny and I have these at our apartment. We love them. It's just a really pleasant, super personal thing. That It's a perfect gift because it's one of those things you wouldn't think to buy for yourself. I can't say enough about these Aura frames. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com. To get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code WIO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Working It Out is supported by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. I should point out that this is an ad for Squarespace, but I love Squarespace. I was thrilled when they became an advertiser because we've used them for years. Our website for Thank God for Jokes was Squarespace. Our website for Stand Up and Vote was Squarespace. Couldn't recommend it more highly. We use it all the time start a completely personalized website with the new guided design system Squarespace Blueprint you can sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses or sell files your customers can download like PDFs music or ebooks go to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch head to squarespace.com/birbigs birbigs to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain, that's squarespace.com/burbigs. To save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So this is called the Slow Round. So, do you have a nickname from your life that was really good or really bad?
1: Well the good one is Beyoncé, which is stuck. <laughs> yes. and I have you know. Uh, the bad one is one that I in 6th grade I tried to tell everyone to call me Bo cuz my middle name is Bowman.
0: That was I'm sorry. That was in
1: 6th grade. 6th grade. I was like call me Bo and not one person. <laughs> it never caught.
0: up. <laughs> so that that was bad. Call me Bo. <laughs> Nothing. It's just Bo. Cuz it's your like, middle name? Yeah. B E A U B O. B.O.? Yeah. (laughs) Jumbo early. Does anyone call (laughs) you? Jumbo.
1: Jumbo. I like, I love actually Johnny. I love when people call me Mm. Johnny. It's like, it's so sweet to me.
0: Can you think of a time where you were so scared you ran away? (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Literally, yeah.
1: I remember when I, like, when I, like, (laughs) came out or sort of my friend – The first person I came out to was like my best friend in middle school and she was like I wasn't coming out to her she was like we were like talking and I thought I was being coded like I was like I was like because I wasn't ready at all I had no intention and I was like but I this is I thought this was coded so I was like you know when you've told someone something like your whole life (laughs) I was like but then you realize that's not true and she was like yeah, <laughs> and then and then I was like, but then you real, I'm like, you realize it's not true, and then you have to tell them, but you're worried because they think the original thing, and it's and and, and I literally was like, and she was like, yeah, and then she was like, are you, and I and then I literally went, <laughs> like Roadrunner, oh I fully God. was like. <laughs> And I like oh, ran my God. to the bathroom, like at our school, we were at school and I like ran and I like closed myself in the bathroom. And then like, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm wet. And she was like banging on the door. And then I finally like, got out. I was like,
0: la, 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 la,
1: and like called my parents to come pick me up. And I was like, la, 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 like,
0: oh, my God. and
1: then they came and picked me up and I like, and she was like laughing. It was like, it's okay, <laughs> it's okay. But I like physically ran.
0: It's like what she was expecting you to say was something so short. Yeah, 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 totally. So then after you ran away into the bathroom, eventually you probably came out. A couple days later, we like, I,
1: you know, had to go back to school. You guys remember? Yeah. (laughs) And and it was just like... (laughs) you know she she was like it was like she was like hi you know it was like it was like it had happened without me meaning to basically
0: and then after that did you come out to your parents
1: not for like 6 years Oh, wow, yeah, that's a long time. they knew though I right mean, they right. knew I knew that they knew it was hell, and it was like <laughs> and like but then, then I just like you know, I did a little I guess I did it in person with my mom when she like visited me in, in at college, but and with such i w- it was I was like glaring as I did it because oh I like refused to make it I a was moment
0: glaring as I did it, I totally know what you mean of like of. Where you refuse somehow. There's something in you that's like, I'm not going to let you have this. Like
1: the Hallmark version. I'm not doing it. Right. I'm not going
0: to do the Hallmark version. I'm not going to let you have like a narrative in your head. And that's when John (laughs) sat on the bed and he took my hand (laughs) and he said, there's something I have to tell you.
1: No, I was like, truly.
0: And then what was her reaction?
1: She was really hilarious about it, really great. Like I'm I'm very lucky. I literally was, I was like, you know when you like I was like, you know how I procrastinate? Like mad at her for no reason. I was like (laughs) she was like Yeah. I I was like, you know how I procrastinate on like papers?
0: Oh my God. And she was like, yeah. And
1: I was like, well I do it with like life stuff too.
0: Oh my God.
1: And I and she was like yeah and I was like and no, and, and then she said something kind of genius, and I'll never remember. But it was like it was like, does this have something to do with you answering the door to like my like uncle from West Virginia wearing your, sis- your sister's communion dress, like first communion dress, or something? And I was like, yes, it was genius. Oh my gosh! Yeah,
0: one of my first jokes in college when I started doing stand up was after a friend of mine, my like my best friend in college, came out to me, and and it, and it was, um, he said, "I'm gay," and I said, "I know." He said, I'm in the closet. And I go, yeah, but the closet has an NSYNC poster on it.
1: <laughs> Literally did it.
0: I, I mean, it might, as, is, it might as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was just like long, it was long overdue. That's really funny. Yeah, yeah. The uh, baptismal <laughs> gown. Baptismal Sorry, I just, gown. I
1: just want to make sure I'm representing her work on this podcast.
0: Do you want to pick it up? Nope. no. Okay. Moving on. Um, did you, did your life go the way you thought it would? I mean, in some ways,
1: yes. Like I definitely, I was hoping for the kind of like the Bette Midler thing. <laughs> not the, I I I want to be absolutely clear and please leave this in, Mike. Sure. That like the, like when I'm talking about Bette Midler, I'm in no way con- like compare, like I'm not trying to say, like, I have the voice, okay? Or, you know, whatever. Or the cultural impact. Someone would argue it's impossible to even have that cultural impact anymore with the fracturing of media. Um, but I just, I did want to be, like,
0: performing in New York. You're saying you're, you're a modern-day Ben Midler. <laughs> yeah. Let, me, let no. me make sure I'm getting it right. You <laughs> wrote me an email where Mark! you said, Mike, <laughs> It's John there's no email I'm a modern day Bette Midler. do you understand me and if you don't, I'm not coming on the podcast sincerely John Early why did you write that email
1: um I
0: was scared <laughs> <laughs> I was scared
1: <laughs> um, but yeah in that in that sense yes I wanted to be in New York doing shows and, and so you,
0: yeah so you sort of saw it for yourself yeah, yeah. even when you're a kid. Yeah. Sex (laughs) is real. Sex is real. Sex is something people do, and you can choose to do it or not to do it. Sexually,
1: no. Like, (laughs) sexually, I I thought that was going to be really different. (laughs) I (laughs) I thought my life would be very different. Like, I thought gayness would be really different. Oh, interesting. Like, I thought, like, you know... I thought romance and sex would be very different, and it's of course turned out to be its own surprising, often enjoyable thing. But when you said often
0: enjoyable, it <laughs> seems like never.: <laughs> It seems like, it seemed, it seemed like yours is a hint of irony. Yeah. Often was enjoyable? it because I looked directly at the camera?:
1: <laughs> um, Oh gosh. but 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 in terms of like, you know art and performance and stuff,
0: yeah, do you, do you think you're more romantic than your partners? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I could
1: see that. Yeah. You're
0: such a sincere person. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's, it's can be, a, I can be a little treacly or schmaltzy or like, you know, and, and that's the Presbyterian in me. That's the like, that's like that's the Southern. That's the Presbyterian
0: in you? <laughs> The Presbyterian, yes. I just, this just in, I just, the, the Presbyterian church has made a statement. Oh, no. Yeah, no, they said, um, we do not stand behind John earlier, any of his statements about our there's church. There's no printer.
1: Like, I don't understand <laughs> what's happening.
0: But you, what do you mean by that? That's the Presbyterian. Well, I you know.
1: I think there's like a kind of Protestant kind of oh Um, right oversimplified maybe kind of like right
0: we're gonna do this the right way and i'm like cooking
1: and you're like right um and i think that's in me and it it makes me uh, as a romantic partner probably a little insufferable interesting and maybe sometimes enjoyable like
0: you want you want things just so
1: (sighs) certain things yeah yeah i get that yeah and i don't like it it's it's a life of pain being like that is you're signing up for a life of pain and just constant disappointment and it's so unfair to your partner yeah you know cuz it's like they're always like i have to they have to measure up to something they don't even know they don't you know you're like you have some weird narrative about how a a birthday should be or you know like or how a meal should go or how meeting the parents should it's like and they don't share that for sure and then they're like always falling short, you know.
0: It's funny because there was like an article in the Times over the weekend about like the things you should never say in an argument in a relationship. Yeah, and I was reading them and I was like, and I was like, some of them, I was like, yeah, maybe a variation on that I've said. Maybe you know, I was like pretty good on the on the on the quiz. And then the one that made me laugh was um to never say um I never said that. Oh my god! And I was like, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, because it's sort of like uh. It, it, it um, nullifies what the person's concern is.
1: Yes, and it's like legal.
0: <laughs> it's like legal. That one spun me in important. circles though because
1: I was like, but what if you didn't say yeah, it? Yeah, what What do you say if you didn't say
0: it? It was the only one where I was like, yeah, but like, what if you didn't say it? And you then the say, the person I'm says sorry you felt it. like I said that. I'm sorry you <laughs> felt like I said that, <laughs> though I didn't. Yeah. But then that's the rule. Or you
1: having not said that, <laughs> Comma. Having not
0: said that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what's the best piece of advice anyone's given you in your life that you used, mm. or for that matter, like were you ever at Tish and like you had a professor who said something where you're like, I'll never un un I'll-, I'll never forget that.
1: Yes, I had one teacher who was like, and I do think this is like it's like it was like a really straightforward. Physical note, which is why I was receptive to it because it wasn't, it didn't feel like therapy. But I actually knew what she was saying was like very profound. <laughs> she was like, "John, you're like, you're always like, your neck is like always like this. Like, you're like, your head is always up here." And she's like, "You just have to let us see your face." Yeah. And she was like, just like put your head down, like move your chin down. And it was like, and I was like, oh, and I was like, oh my. god And like when I did, I was like. <laughs> like
0: Aww. I didn't cry,
1: but I, but I really did feel like, oh, I am very deliberately kind of not letting people look at me. Wow. And I do think, you, you know, I, I do think that like, you just do have to let people look at you. You have right. to like, let the camera like sit on your face and like, let it like, you just have, that's like basically what it is. And that can be very hard. Yeah, <laughs> And there's, and I, and there's so much contemporary acting too that's like the camera cuz people are so used to the camera being on them now. Yeah. That's not like like looking at a camera and like putting your image out there. There's nothing that no longer costs anything. Yeah. That's not scary for anyone. Yeah. But like but doing that without doing this. Yeah. You per- know per- the, I think per- weird per- weird of like, per- like per- think kind your lips and, and like, like and like changing your voice a little bit so it's a little down here yeah. like, like that. I'm like so much acting today is like, is this. And like, I'm like pushing your voice down and like, you know, I'm like, it's like. This is great by the way. You gotta. What
0: you're doing right now is what we want. Can we just, we're gonna re-record? <laughs> we're just gonna have you do whatever this character is. Thank you. Oh, We'd like I, an hour of this.
1: I actually do wanna do that. I really, really wanna do that character. Oh but I, no one's giving it to us. No one's speaking or singing in their real voice anymore. No one's, it's really, it's an epidemic.
0: Yeah. What do you think are people's favorite thing about you and least favorite thing about you?
1: Um, favorite thing about me is probably like, you know, I have a good time. Oh my like, God, I'm funny. You know, like I, I think I like like to bring people together. I like to. Ha- I, I'm a social person. I like to bring people together. Um. I think least favorite thing is probably this exact thing we were talking about of the kind of like romantic, or uh, romantic or, or like um,
0: Presbyterian the
1: Presbyterian thing in me that's like the 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 sentimentality yes that is both that is in its in its way as I've learned over the years it's like it is kind of coercive like that is what people don't like about sentimentality it's not just a sentimentality itself it's that it's like. You know, it's like, feel this way with me. It's like, you should be up here with me. And it's like, and it's like, people are like, ugh. Cause I hate that. I hate when people do that to me. That's why I like was repulsed by like church. You know, you're making
0: me realize in this very moment that I am guilty of that. That, And that's okay. I think a lot of performers are. This very rarely happens on the podcast. (laughs) No, I mean, almost never. Yeah. And what I'll say is, I love the thing people love most about you, and I love the thing people love least about you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it as your friend. I mean, yeah. we're not—we don't see each other all the time, but I feel close to you, and I feel like I appreciate both things about you. I've been with you, and I feel like I've witnessed both things, and I think they're both wonderful.
1: That's very nice, Mike. I have—I have compassion for it because it's—it's like it is basically like the question we all grapple with, which is like, or or choose not to grapple with, choose to like run away from, which is like, is life meaningless? Or, do, you know, and do I create my own meaning or is it happening to me? Like, right. you know, and that's, I think sentimentality comes from an, a desire to like, for things to be meaningful and to right. not look at the void and, you know.
0: To format things into rituals yeah. and meaningful symbols. Which can be
1: so helpful for yes. people, you know.
0: No, completely.
1: And also suffocating for the, those closest to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my
0: gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> Working It Out is supported by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. I should point out that this is an ad for Squarespace, but I love Squarespace. I was thrilled when they became an advertiser because we've used them for years. Our website for Thank God for Jokes was Squarespace. Our website for Stand Up and Vote was Squarespace. Couldn't recommend it more highly. We use it all the time. Start a completely personalized website with the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint. You can sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music, or eBooks. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, head to squarespace.com slash B-I-R-B-I-G-S, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Support for Working It Out comes from Viore. Viore is a clothing company that draws inspiration from the coastal California lifestyle. I was thrilled that they were willing to be a sponsor because I could just talk about how soft and comfortable their clothing is all the time. I mean, I'll read the stuff they told me to say. It's uh, It inspires others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it does that. But also, my experience is just very, very comfortable. Viore offsets 100% of their carbon footprint. And since 2019, they've also offset 100% of their plastic footprint. Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they're offering 20% off. Ooh, that's good, your first purchase. Get yourself some of the most comfortable, versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash burbigs. That's viore.com slash burbigs. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping. What? Free shipping on any US orders over 75 bucks and free returns. That's viore.com. Slash for discover the versatility of Viore clothing. All right, I'm going to work. I'm going to just tell you a couple bits I'm working on. Okay. And, and if you have thoughts on or, or memories or anything, if it strikes anything. And also feel free to throw in any, if you're working on anything, that's sort of half-baked right now too. My God, I wish. Um, <laughs> I wish. the Okay. Uh I, I I tell like a long elaborate story about my daughter going to birthday parties and how essentially like when your child is eight, you go to birthday parties like 365 days a year, and you're just like <laughs> you're just like she has eight friends. Yeah. Like there's yeah. some kind of fraud going on <laughs> I think some of these kids are claiming 20, 30 birthdays <laughs> a year. And and they're just all oh, these kids are just so excited. Yeah, like everybody's just so excited about being alive. Except me and, I, and I have so to drive real. and you really want the driver to be excited about life <laughs> <laughs> that's um the other half fake thing is i took we it's a uh, i took her to this birthday party at this place called urban air which is hell and i was i've gone before to Urban air and i was just like i'm not going in again so jenny went in with luna and i i circled the block <laughs> i have a joke in my show right now and i don't think it's ever going to work but uh-huh. it makes me laugh Good parents take their kids to birthday parties. Great parents circle the block.
1: (laughs) (laughs) To always be ready? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, that's so good. Circle the block.
0: (laughs) It's like one of those things that sometimes in my shows I'll go like, you know, you might come see me in six months or a year. You go, that's funnier. That's better. And uh, a lot of times I'll be like, that joke will not be in the show. But that's a perfect example. The circle the block thing, just the metaphor doesn't complete
1: I don't know. I think it does have its own internal poetry (laughs) that I'm always chasing after, as you know.
0: Speaking of which, like when you were directing Jacqueline, what do you think was the most helpful note you would give consistently in that that show? Because I love that show so much.
1: I think just like, I mean, it was so, it was like all her, obviously. Like directing is a bold, you know, name for me, for my title. But like, um, the thing that I just, think was like always reminding her to like to not forget and this is and this is just such a basic kind of theater thing is like not to not forget that people aren't hearing this for the first time because like yes. she is so she's has such a brilliant mind and like and her argument is her arguments plural are so like dense and like um intricate and like and and she was very focused, obviously, on the, the the clarity of those arguments. And I was always like, well, part of the clarity can just be like, pretend like you're at dinner with me. yes, And just talk to me across the table and like, explain it to me how you would explain at dinner. And like, I would be like, you know, like dumb, you know? And so you would like, you would like really slow it down and like, you'd be checking in with me to see if I'm getting it. And, you know, so it was always like dinner, just like, keep it at dinner and that'll help lock you into a kind of relationship with the audience.
0: I love that. Know? That's great advice. I, I feel like I've, <laughs> I've both given that advice and received that advice yes, from my director, I always Seth Barrett. I yeah, have yeah. to hear it. Yeah. Like no, It's one of those things, no matter how many times you hear a piece of advice, if it's as good as the advice you're saying right now, and I actually would project that out to anyone who's listening to this who's a comic or a solo performer, it's like, remind yourself. Every show, they have not heard the words. Yeah, yeah. They don't know the words. Yeah. It's an
1: entirely new concept. No, I know. It's crazy. And it makes it so much more fun. Yeah. And I think there's like something, I think Jacqueline and I relate. Like we both are very kind of embarrassed by like the fundamental like premise of comedy sometimes. Of like that you have, like the kind of the social contract is that you have to kind of, say it as if you're saying it for the first time and your eyes have to dart up to your memory or like you pull words from even though you know what the word is yeah you still have to kind of perform like you're like kind of figuring it out and like yeah it's and and there's something i think we both are like so like ew but then it's like well then the other then what what are you without that like without that device of like working through it for the first time you're like completely figured out and like right. what you're like a performance artist who's like saying words you know it's like it's it's so generous to be it's so much more generous to pretend to be conversational and intimate with an audience than it is to do some sort of strange thing where it's already figured out right you know where
0: well, you're like presenting your thesis yeah,
1: yeah 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 totally i brought you here today
0: yeah <laughs> to convince you of one thing yeah um we And then this is the other one is, so Jenny and I, for our daughter's sixth birthday, we asked her, we go, what would be like your favorite thing that we could do for your birthday? And she said, I want you and mom to dress up like clowns. That's so, so sweet. So Jenny and I went to a costume shop. We got the full makeup. We got full outfits. We woke her up on her birthday. We said, happy birthday. And she started crying. <laughs> no, no. no. And I think she still thought she was in a dream. Uh, yeah, yeah. And we were just like, no, we just uh, no, it's us, you know. And then, we, and then we're just like, we're so sorry. What's yeah, wrong? Yeah. She goes, when I said you should dress up as clowns, I meant that I would walk you around town and people would laugh at you. Oh. And that's when I realized, <laughs> like, sadistic little girl. That's when I realized that she wanted to be my manager. She wanted to make 10% on top of 100%. <laughs> well, this has to go on the show. I love this. Jenny literally said the other day, because she was listening to the show, she goes like, it's almost like the, t- the title of the show should have something to do with clowns. Yeah. Because it, it's like, a, there's something metaphoric about the way in which we try to please the people who we love. Mm-hmm. And, and w- a- in the process, we're clowns. Uh, yeah. <laughs> The last thing we do is working out for a cause. Is there an organization you like to donate to? I will donate to them. I will, con- I will link to them in the show notes and encourage others to donate as well. I would like to choose. <laughs> Why the voice? Why the voice? Because because I
1: just do want to let the audience in on my search for the actual name of this place. Um, which is what the... What search? There was a search. We took a break to search the National Nurses United. The largest nurses union in the country. Um, and I and I and you know, I, I don't we all in 2016 got very charity pilled. You know, it was very like, here's the, this is the thing that you can donate to. And I and I think giving to unions is a is a smart way to make sure your money is getting used directly awesome yeah
0: well I will um, I will contribute to National Nurses United I will link to them in the show notes John Early I uh, fe- I never say this I don't think I've ever said this I feel like I have a lot of thinking to do <gasps> I a lot of thinking and reflecting I'm honored it's a very deep conversation thank you so much for, for being here and, thank you and I urge people to watch your special it's one of a kind thank you Mike working it out Cause it's not done we're working it out because there's no That's gonna do it for another episode of working it out. I love talking to that John early. you can check out his special now more than ever on Max. you can follow John on Instagram at Beyonce like Beyonce except it's Byonce and you can watch the full video of that interview on my YouTube channel. At Mike Berbiglia. Check that out and subscribe because we're going to be posting more and more videos there. Check out berbigs.com to sign up for the mailing list to be the first to know about my upcoming tour dates. Our producers of Working It Out are myself, along with Peter Salomon and Joseph Berbiglia. Associate producer, Mabel Lewis. Assistant producer, Gary Simon. Sound mix by Kate Belinsky. Special thanks to Jack Antonoff and Bleachers for their music. J-Hope Stein. And our daughter, Una, who built the original radio fort made of pillows. Thanks most of all to you who are listening. If you enjoy the show, rate us on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends, tell your enemies. You might tell your friend. And you go, hey, you know how you've been meaning to tell someone something? And and you say, hey, there's this thing and I know I've been putting this off and, and they're like, right, working it out. It's a podcast where a comedian talks with comedian friends and they work out jokes and you go, yeah, that was easy. Thanks for working it out, everybody. See you next time.